Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Okay, so here we are for our Wednesday evening uh, service of evening prayer. want to thank you so much for taking the time to join me here. Um, so I've said at the beginning of each episode kind of what the rationale was for um, doing this podcast, going through the daily office. Um yeah, basically just want to give uh, people the opportunity to get to know this uh, Anglican form of uh, daily uh, worship and devotion. And if it's something that speaks to your heart and your spirit, and if it's something that helps you um, have some more regular structured uh, time in prayer and scripture, and you know, ultimately helps you grow a little closer to the Lord, um, then I think this is all well worth it. So that's my hope and uh, my prayer in this is that um, those of you listening uh, will hopefully find some uh, some direction if you're looking for uh, help with your devotion life. So um, again, I'm reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, uh, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Um, Again, you can go to uh, anglicanchurch.net, um, click on resources, scroll down, click on Book of Common Prayer, um, and then from there you can find links to the various services in the prayer book. You can also go to dailyoffice2019.com um, and just make sure you're on uh, evening prayer for today, Wednesday, October 11th. And... Um, However you decide to follow along, or if you just want to pray along with me as I read through the service, um, I'm just glad you're here, and pray that this is a, a special time of refreshing from the Lord for you. So as we get ready to begin, let's take a moment in silent uh, reflection here to prepare our hearts for worship. So again, this is evening prayer for Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. On the church calendar, this is the Wednesday after the 19th, Sunday after Pentecost. And uh, we'll open with a sentence from Scripture. Let my prayer be set forth in your sight as incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. My 
Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. And let us say together the Fos Hilaron. Yeah, I can't believe it's... I think this is actually the 100th um, episode of this podcast, and I kept saying Hilaron, and I just found out that it's actually Fos Hilaron. Well, you learn something new every day. So, anyway, let's say the Fos Hilaron together. Oh, gladsome light pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven. O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The Psalms appointed for this evening prayer for the eleventh day of the month begin with Psalm 59. Deliver me from my enemies, O God. Defend me from those who rise up against me. O deliver me from the evildoers, and save me from the bloodthirsty. For behold, they lie in wait for my soul. The mighty are gathered against me, without any offense or fault of mine, O Lord. They run and prepare themselves without cause. Arise, therefore, to help me, and behold. Rise up, O Lord God of hosts, O God of Israel, to visit all the nations. And be not merciful to those who offend with malicious wickedness. They go to and fro in the evening. They howl like dogs and run about through the city. Behold, 
They boast with their mouths, and taunts are on their lips. For they say, Who will hear us? But you, O Lord, shall hold them in derision, and you shall laugh all the nations to scorn. My strength I will ascribe unto you, for you are the God of my refuge. God shows me his plenteous goodness, and God shall let me look in triumph upon my enemies. Slay them not, lest my people forget it, but scatter them abroad by your might, and put them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouth, and for the words of their lips, they shall be taken in their pride, because their talk is cursing and lies. Consume them in your wrath, consume them that they may perish, and know that it is God who rules in Jacob, and unto the ends of the world. In the evening they will return, howl like dogs, and run about through the city. They will run here and there for meat, and growl if they are not satisfied. As for me, I will sing of your power, and will praise your mercy early in the morning. For you have been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. Unto you, O my strength, will I sing. For you, O God, are my refuge and my merciful God. Going on to Psalm 60. O God, you have cast us out and scattered us abroad. You have been so displeased. O turn to us again. You have made the land to quake and divided it. Heal the breaches in it, for it shakes. You have made your people to drink a cup of bitterness. You have filled us with wine that makes us stagger. You have set up a banner for those who fear you, that they may triumph because of the truth. That your beloved may be delivered, help me with your right hand and hear me. God has spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice and divide Shechem and parcel out the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the helmet for my head. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my washpot. On Edom will I cast my shoe. Over Philistia will I shout in triumph. Who will lead me into the strong city? Who will bring me into Edom? Have you not cast us out, O God? Will you not, O God, go out with our armies? O be our help in trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we will do great acts, for it is he who shall tread down our enemies. Going on to Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God. Give ear unto my prayer. From the ends of the earth I will call upon you, when my heart is in heaviness. O set me upon the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge and a strong tower for me against the enemy. 
Let me dwell in your tabernacle forever, and my refuge shall be under the covering of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows, and have given a heritage to those who fear your name. You shall grant the king a long life, that his years may endure throughout all generations. His throne shall abide before God forever. O prepare your loving mercy and faithfulness, that they may preserve him. So will I always sing praise unto your name, that I may daily perform my vows. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. As I mentioned in Monday's evening prayer service, uh, the lectionary for um, for this service sometimes pulls from what is known as the Apocrypha, which is a series of books that are not considered part of Holy Scripture in uh, in many Protestant denominations, including in the Anglican Church. Um, the Anglican Church, however, does allow for readings from this um, series of texts. Uh, because they are considered useful for uh, for hearing, for um, for inspiration to you know to good works, but as far as being something from the Word of God, it's not considered that way. So at the end of this reading, I don't say the word of the Lord because that's implying that this is a word that has come from God, from Holy Scripture. Um, but I would just say here ends the reading. But um, but the church feels it is still useful to hear these stories and to glean uh, wisdom from them. So the first lesson is a reading from the second book of the Maccabees, beginning with the sixth chapter in the first verse. <clears throat> Not long after this, the king sent an Athenian senator to compel the Jews to forsake the laws of their ancestors and no longer to live by the laws of God. Also to pollute the temple in Jerusalem, and to call it the temple of Olympian Zeus, and to call the one in Gerizim the temple of Zeus the friend of strangers, as did the people who lived in that place. Harsh and utterly grievous was the onslaught of evil, for the temple was filled with debauchery and reveling, by the Gentiles, who dallied with prostitutes and had intercourse with women within the sacred precincts, and besides brought in things for sacrifice that were unfit. The altar was covered with abominable offerings that were forbidden by the laws. People could neither keep the Sabbath, nor observe the festivals of their ancestors, nor so much as confess themselves to be Jews. On the monthly celebration of the king's birthday, the Jews were taken, under bitter constraint, to partake of the sacrifices. And when a festival of Dionysus was celebrated, they were compelled to wear wreaths of ivy and to walk in the procession in honor of Dionysus. At the suggestion of the people of the Ptolemies, a decree was issued to the neighboring Greek cities that they should adopt the same policy toward the Jews and make them partake of the sacrifices and should kill those who did not choose to change over to Greek customs. 
one could see, therefore, the misery that had come upon them. For example, two women were brought in for having circumcised their children. They publicly paraded them around the city, with their babies hanging at their breasts, and then hurled them down headlong from the wall. Others who had assembled in the caves nearby in order to observe the seventh day secretly were betrayed to Philip, and were all burned together, because their piety kept them from defending themselves, in view of their regard for that most holy day. Now, I urge those who read this book not to be depressed by such calamities, but to recognize that these punishments were designed not to destroy, but to discipline our people. In fact, it is a sign of great kindness not to let the impious alone for long, but to punish them immediately. For in the case of the other nations, the Lord waits patiently to punish them until they have reached the full measure of their sins. But he does not deal in this way with us, in order that he may not take vengeance on us afterwards when our sins have reached their height. Therefore he never withdraws his mercy from us. Although he disciplines us with calamities, he does not forsake his own people. Let what we have said serve as a reminder. We must go on briefly with the story. Eleazar, one of the scribes in high position, a man now advanced in age and of noble presence, was being forced to open his mouth to eat swine's flesh. But he, welcoming death with honor rather than life with pollution, went up to the rack of his own accord, spitting out the flesh, as all ought to go who have the courage to refuse things that it is not right to taste, even for the natural love of life. Those who were in charge of that unlawful sacrifice took the man aside because of their long acquaintance with him, and privately urged him to bring meat of his own providing, proper for him to use, and to pretend that he was eating the flesh of the sacrificial meal that had been commanded by the king, so that by doing he might be saved from death and be treated kindly on account of his old friendship with them. But making a high resolve worthy of his years and the dignity of his old age and the gray hairs that he had reached with distinction and his excellent life even from childhood, and, moreover, according to the holy God-given law, he declared himself quickly, telling them to send him to Hades. Such pretense is not worthy of our time of life, he said, for many of the young might suppose that Eleazar in his ninetieth year had gone over to an alien religion, and through my pretense, for the sake of living a brief moment longer, they would be led astray because of me, while I defile and disgrace my old age. Even if for the present I would avoid the punishment of mortals, Yet, whether I live or die, I would not escape the hands of the Almighty. Therefore, by bravely giving up my life now, I will show myself worthy of my old age, and leave to the young a noble example of how to die a good death, willingly and nobly, for the revered and holy laws. When he had said this, he went at once to the rack, those who a little before had acted toward him with good will now changed to ill will because of the words he had uttered 
were in their opinion sheer madness. When he was about to die under the blows, he groaned aloud and said, It is clear to the Lord in his holy knowledge that, though I might have been saved from death, I am enduring terrible sufferings in my body under this beating, but in my soul I am glad to suffer these things, because I fear him. So in this way he died, leaving in his death an example of nobility and a memorial of courage, not only to the young, but to the great body of his nation. Here ends the reading. Let us say together the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, beginning with the 27th chapter, the first verse. When morning came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And they bound him and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate the governor. Then when Jesus, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he changed his mind and brought back the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They said, what is that to us? See to it yourself. And throwing down the pieces of silver in, into the temple, he departed, and he went and hanged himself. But the chief priests, taking the pieces of silver, said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, since it is blood money. So they took counsel, and bought with them the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. Therefore that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken by the prophet Jeremiah, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price on him on whom a price had been set by some of the sons of Israel, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, 
You have said so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much because of him today in a dream. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Nunc Dimittis. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting.
Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Wednesday after the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Keep, O Lord, your household, the church, in continual godliness that through your protection it may be free from all adversities, and devoutly serve you in good works, to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Protection Let us pray. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, and the repose of the dead. We thank you for the blessings of the day that is past, and humbly ask for your protection through the coming night. Bring us in safety to the morning hours. Through him who died and rose again for us, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love, that in companionship with one another your abounding grace may increase among us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast at this point to offer up any of your own prayers and petitions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together in a moment for the general thanksgiving. Okay, let us uh, pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but, above all, for your immeasurable love 
in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. <clears throat> Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me here for evening prayer. Again, I hope it was a time of refreshing for you, a time just to quiet yourself, spend time with the Lord, hear from his word, hear from um, hear from the, the story in the Maccabees and everything they had to endure. Um, yeah, it... it uh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think how to comment on that, but it's, you definitely feel it, especially given some of the circumstances going on right now. But anyway, um, if you did enjoy this podcast, by all means, uh, let me know. Or if you have any questions or comments or concerns or anything like that, you can reach me at uh, commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Twitter at CommonPrayer419. So there are a um, couple of ways to get a hold of me. Um, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Uh, any uh, five-star rating or positive reviews can hopefully go a ways to making this podcast more visible for others to find and see if the daily office works for them as well, so... Um, yeah, I think that should about cover everything for this Wednesday. Um, we'll be back together here Friday morning for evening prayer, but, uh, until then, uh, my name is Craig Kelly. Thank you so much again for joining me and may God richly bless you and I will see you next time.